Hello, everybody. Welcome Howdy. to the first ever episode of the Owl Nest podcast. My name is oh, Hiccup. Yeah. Joined by my lovely co-host, Bread and Rice. Say hello. Say howdy, hello howdy. People. <laughs> hello, people. Yeah, the first ever episode of this, you're going to get ready for some monkey brain dead takes that we're definitely not qualified to share about the Overwatch League. Hey, but... hey we are the least biased <laughs> because we don't have any friends that are in the league. So We are nobodies. Yeah. The nobodies make we're us nobodies. unbiased. Listen to us. Yeah. We are, we are so far down that we're actually at an advantage. Solo, solo down the corporate pay ladder that we don't even get paid by the league. This is purely, this is, this is, this is charity work. We're doing charity work. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. We're sponsored by my mom. By your mom's cooking. <laughs> I that, wish. That supplies the food. <laughs> yeah. My mom's, my mom's kitchen. But anyways, welcome everybody to the first episode of the Owl Nest. Uh, we Hopefully we'll be going throughout the season, covering matches each and every week as they're happening, talking about the things that we see, especially with Overwatch 2, um, with the league this year. We're just going to be covering matches, talking about the things we see, and because we're unqualified and have no friends in the league, we are the most unbiased, and you should listen to us more than everyone else. Yeah, speaking about the Overwatch 2, we both have access to the beta. As Those do of you a million other people. <laughs> Those of you who happen to not get on, <laughs> ha ha ha, we're about for you. But anyway, uh, it's it's fun. It's got some good things, got some bad things. Here. But I think overall, it's uh, here, and I'm just glad to have something new. I am glad to finally have it after 70 years of waiting. We've been waiting since the 60s. It's here. Now we get it. Best thing since Overwatch 1. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. But we haven't played it enough to really be able to say a whole lot but yeah. but because overwatch 2 beta just came out to everybody we're going to be doing something completely unique today no one has ever done power rankings before which no one's actually done them well, since the beta started yesterday yeah, so. so we're kind of uh at an advantage to some extent we're the first ones of the i don't really i don't really know but anyways power rankings uh we're gonna just go through uh, the region separately, obviously. We're going to start with APAC, then with NA. And we're going to actually start from bottom to top. So what we'll do is we'll go through each slot, and each one of us will kind of put out the team that we have in that position, and then we will uh, discuss it with fisticuffs and hopefully come to a, a gentleman's agreement of what team we actually want in that in that slot. At least that's the hope. We've done rigorous studying, lots of studying. We know exactly we know things that no one else knows. <laughs> no, we don't. Except all the sources that we except use for our everybody, <laughs> Except everybody in the league and who knows people in the league and who have seen scrims. All we are are outsiders, nobodies, and we have our thoughts. Yeah. You have no reason to listen to our thoughts, but we're sharing them anyways. So let us get started with the APAC region in dead last, in a, in a heavy favorite second. Seventh, second, seventh. Where, what, who, who do you have sitting in uh, last place in in APAC? Okay, so I've just got to uh, start off the APAC talk, APAC talk by just saying, last year I didn't watch any um, of the APAC region. So these takes might be really bad, but I did as much research as I could. Oh um, no, and and. The the team that 
kind of stood out as as the bottom team for this region is Guangzhou charge. We agree on this one. Okay, nice, nice. Starting on a good note. Uh, for me personally, it's just, I, I feel like every other team has, uh, in this region, every other team has at least, you know, a few players that I'm just like, you know, they'll win a few games at least. They'll, mm-hmm. they have something to carry them through. Guangzhou, I just, I, I don't know that they have anything. You know, they're, they're a mixed language roster, which, well, I mean, you know, always throws. Not by much, uh, but then they also, I, I, I just feel like they don't have anything that stands out. Just, yeah, that was that was my thought process as well, is that this team is kind of just super there, and like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing there. A quote that I want to share, this is from Avast. He, this is what this is what he said. He said this roster is the definition of like a target bought Parmesan cheese. It's gonna get the job done, <laughs> but it's not gonna be that good. Yeah, I, no, that that's perfect. I, I, think, I don't think any role they're the worst team in the Overwatch League at any specific role, but they aren't a top. 10 in any of them well yeah, and I don't they've think. got some interesting well so like they've got two players from shanghai and by from shanghai i mean the shanghai bench in develop and molly yeah. who didn't play it really at all last year and then they bring in unique as a rookie who is like when watching his play and doing and like looking at his his stuff he's just kind of there he's like consistent but he doesn't take risks he's just safe which I feel like in Overwatch 2, especially with hearing that Lucio is going to be a big thing, you, you can't just be, you can't just exist on Lucio. I feel like you have to do a lot more yeah. than that. And so I don't think they just kind of have interesting. They're just like okay. I, I mean, like every some parts of this team have good points. Like Choice One's great at Tracer, and Eileen, when he decides he wants to be good, can be good. But yeah, this team is just there, which in the yeah. APAC region is not good enough. Yeah, especially this year where the teams that have historically not been very good uh in this region are they've made changes. They've they've shown that they're here to play. And I think Guangzhou just played it safe this year and safe isn't gonna safe's, keep them out yeah, of the bottom. Safe safe is not going to work it. So they they are a solid uh dead last. In, in the APAC, which yeah. to be fair, APAC is a stronger. We did. I didn't think we were going to agree on that, but which 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 tells me that for the um that that other unfortunate bottom spot, I feel like we uh, do. Are we in agreement? Are are the Valiant the second worst team? I actually don't have the Valiant as the second you worst. You don't team. have the Valiant, and no, no. And, who, and who do you have? Who do you have there then? The Spark. Okay. I have Hangzhou. I have the spark, have and the there's spark. a reason. Okay, let's. Okay, let. I. I want to hear. I want to hear your your points on this. Then. Okay, I. I think the big thing about the, and I guess to explain why I have Hangzhou below the Valiant, I have to explain why I have the Valiant above the. Uh, yeah, because I have them flipped. And I as think well. it comes down. Yeah, and I think it comes down to. Um, the Valiant has an organization that's trying this year and they've made changes. And so I, it, they have more passion. I feel like I, I think Valiant, if you look just straight talent wise, hmm. 
I think the Spark has better players, but I think the Valiant going into this year, there's more excitement. I, I think the players that they've chosen are here to play, and, and I think they have a lot to prove. And so I think the Valiant are going to come out swinging. And whether that brings them above the bottom three or not, I, I don't think they'll be able to get out of that. But I, I think that it should be enough to edge them over Hangzhou. Okay, because, yeah, I have them flipped. And the reason that I have the Valiant below the Spark is because the Spark are just better. I, I, I think that, like, they... The Valiant are odd. Like, they're only, they're only tank in, in, in Sashin is, like, the, the hero pool on this guy is, in, is weird. Like he was a DPS player that could play. He w- he was a DPS player that could play like off tanks. Like his his hero pool is like some off tanks, and then like like Farah and like Genji and stuff. So he's like a flex DPS player. But I think it it, it works. I I think it works in Overwatch too. And the reason why is because um you have a greater focus on you know, playing these off angles, playing more aggressive as a tank player than you traditionally would. Like the game of tanking is different. And so I think Mm -hmm. if you take a player that's flexible, has shown that he's able to play at high levels in 10 different characters that are completely different in play style, I I think it shows an adaptability that's going to put him in a good position to to tank. Um, Hongjo Spark, I mean, I think they have better tank line, but the fact that they have three tank players as well as four DPS, like, it's a big roster, and I think you can run into troubles with that because who are you going to play when? I mean, you always play shy. I mean, shy should always be in the lineup, and then I think you would then always yeah. just have you would have Alpha E with him. I I just think the Spark have a better have a better team overall. But I will say, I will say this: the Spark the last two years have had a history of just messing up their roster. Like, they'll have good players, and then they'll just have too many cooks in the kitchen, and they'll just mess with things. Like, you remember last year, Shy came out and was just pounding people, and then he just, like, was, and then they just went, nope, we're not going to play him. And everyone's like, why not? Yeah. And they're like, we have no comment. So I I think the Valiant, if if the Spark mess themselves up, I think if the Spark don't do things correctly, then I think Valiant could be above them. But, like, Spark have... A, a, a better roster, I think, but I think they do have more downside because they they have a larger language barrier than the Valiant do, because yeah, the, that's true. the the roster for the Spark is split fifty fifty in terms of is almost split fifty fifty in terms of Chinese and Korean players, and then the coaching staff is the head coach and both assistant coaches Chengun, Miro, and Neko are all Korean, so I you know is that going to affect kind of who's played when and i mean they've got a decent coaching staff they've got a different one than they've had before but i i think that this team does just kind of risk run the risk of just falling to pieces like they haven't before so i think i i think i i'll 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 go with you on on this then yeah so and and i think i i think i would be willing to put shock above valiant if the shock the if spark. their roster only included, I mean, the Spock, bleh, the Spark, <laughs> the Spock, um, the Hangzhou Spock the is here Spock. to play. Hangzhou Spock. No, if, if their roster had Shy, Alpha Yi, Gushre, uh, either of the other tanks, and then the the uh, the support line, if that was their entire roster, I'd feel better about it. 
but I think because they have too many options, I think they'll end up making mistakes or, you know, preseason, they'll spend too much time figuring out who's going to Uh actually play and not enough time, you know, keeping their solid core together. Okay, fair enough. enough. Yeah, but... Yeah, cool. I can I can agree with you on I I think I I'll, I'll take you on that one. So then above the valiant, then I have the fusion. You? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Same here. I I think and, and if you were to take this region and split it into like tiers and stuff, I I feel like those bottom three, it's pretty clear that it's them. Um, mm. I and and I personally, I kind of have fusion in their own group. I I feel like they aren't really? quite to the level of the teams above them. But they definitely aren't down to the level of the others. Yeah, I think the the fusion roster is like it's it's interesting because they bring in they bring in four rookies, right? They bring in MN3, Zest, Fixa, and then Bella Rose uh Bellosuria. Don't don't quote me on that pronunciation, please. <laughs> um who was actually just added like earlier this week. He was added on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Uh, as their other tank. Um and he and with that like Three of their four rookies, MN3, Zest, and and Bello, all came from from T1. So they've all played together, and they all did pretty good. Uh, but you know, they also Fury, who though he didn't do too well last year on the Justice, whoever does well on the Justice. So I, I think this team is good. I think the back line is interesting uh, because Aim God is serviceable. Yeah, I think that's the word I would use to describe Ang God. Like we, he's been in the league since 2018. Like you pretty much know what you're getting with Aim God, and so and and he's inconsistent and he just kind of is there. Fixes and he's good. kind of past his prime. I feel like yeah, he might be on his way out. I mean, Fixa's good. He did good on Uprising Academy last year, and so I think he's a solid a solid main support, but I think aim God leaves some question marks potentially on the flex support. And if double flex support is meta, well, what are they going to do? And, but like their yeah. DPS line is good. Like MN three and zest are great. They both play tracer. And the question here though, is where does Carpe fall into this? Because MN three and zest, I feel like you would run those two over using Carpe because Carpe is just kind of, I don't really know that you. I don't. I don't. If I were Fusion, I would just roll out with MN3 and Zest every match, and yeah. just kind of have Carpe on the bench, because MN3 but with is name great. recognition. They might use Carpe just for you know the. You fact think they that would go for Carpe. name recognition? Normal season, if they felt confident enough, maybe. I but I, yeah, it's it's like I feel like this team. It it's got. Real strength in their DPS line, yeah. I because think it, a, a, any two out of the three would work. I, I think I agree with you that Carpe isn't at the same level anymore as the other two. Well, and but, it's like M and three and Zest have that synergy already. They already know how to play off each other. True. Um, and so I think it's just I would roll out with them, but I mean they're still good DPS. But uh, they may be great DPS, but the other three teams in the region are better at DPS. So yeah. Fusion, you know, I, I think we we do, uh, we were agreeing on that in Fusion. Yeah. Oh, and, and in, I the random, in the random one, they're already, they're already there. Um, oh, nice. Perfect. So I, and the there. other thing with the Fusion, I feel like if any of the top four teams that 
Fusion and the other three that we haven't talked about. If any of those were to fall out of the top four, mm-hmm. it would be Fusion. Like, I, like I, I feel like, I yeah, okay, no, I, yeah, out of because the top I, four. well, I, with the exception being Chengdu expl- imploding, but we'll get to that later. Um, but I, I like if the Valiant or or um, the Spark happened to really kick off the beginning mm-hmm. of the season really well and they end up passing fusion it wouldn't shock me you know it'd be it, it wouldn't yeah. i mean like, i i think fusion have good players i don't think that they would drop the spaghetti i just don't think that they really will i don't know how likely they are to break out of that fourth place spot into top three and i think they will yeah. be able to fend off valiant spark and charge i i, I think that they're just there and they'll, they'll be competitive yeah. But Fusion also has a history of playing down to their competition. So, you know. That's true. So we'll see. We'll see. So then above the Fusion, what are I? I have the Soul Dynasty. Same here, actually. (laughs) So does does the random power ranking set. (laughs) We should go go with that. Let's just not do the West region. Let's just explain why the randomizer is correct. So, I mean, (laughs) Soul is third. And I think... This does also have to have the asterisk of what we'll talk about with Chengdu. I mean, Dynasty is great. I, I think Dynasty is a good team. Profit and Fits are insane. Um, and but I mean, they only have and they only have two two supports, right? They've got the flex support and main support. And Creative is good, but not having Jonak there beside him, I think, does hurt them a little because they can't do double flex. And yeah. like their Vindime played like ex- like basically exclusively brig last season so we don't really know how good his main supports might really be yeah but i mean i if they're i mean i trust smurf on the solo tank though i mean obviously solo tank isn't the most ideal thing in the world but i do trust i do trust smurf doing it so yeah i i, I, I think, think if i were to have any solo tank he would definitely be on the list that i would look at i i think he's he's one of the most consistent tank players yeah i mean he he's been on he's been on the shock for like ages and he's a big part of why they've been as successful as possible i mean as they have i i think when i think of the shocks consistency and stuff it's always kind of been their tank line yeah i, I think a huge part of that I think Soul, they, they probably, they mean, yeah, they might have a few holes just in like, you know, Smurfs off tank, can he play it a whole lot? And then they, they can't do double flex. But I mean, their DPS are cracked. I mean, Stalker's great. And so I, th- I think Stalker paired with either Profit or Fitz, depending on what the meta is, is great. They do, they do have Toby coming in as a head coach, which, I mean, Toby's never been a head coach before, to my knowledge. So that could be so. that could be a little interesting. How well does Toby do? However, I am I'm of the opinion that having having a former player as in in some form of coaching position going into Overwatch two is a good thing because they mm-hmm. have played the game, so they kind of know how it works. Especially when you have a former main support player as your head coach, I think that could really help try and figure figure out the support situation and just figure out Overwatch two. So I mean, Soul's a great team. They're no slouch. Yeah, they're only third, but I mean, APAC is crazy. So I mean, yeah. yeah, the uh, the the random the random power rankings had Seoul in third, and I I'm, I'm pretty sure we agree on Chengdu Shanghai, right? Two and yeah. one. 
the random one had those three after we rearranged the bottom ones. Yeah, it had Shanghai oh, nice. and Chengdu. I mean, yeah. so when we... So the thing is... I mean, Chengdu is... They're a great team, but they have an asterisk, right? A massive asterisk that this team could, yeah. at any moment, just combust. Just instantaneously just combust into fumes and just disperse. We do know yeah, as of yeah. recently that like trade talks for leave have fallen through. At least that's the rumor that has been heard. That's what Halo reported. So leave mm-hmm. might be staying with this team, but like we don't really know a whole lot about the others. So like as as the team is now, I mean this team is insane. Like this is a yeah. really good I, team because they they bring in a Prita who was great at hit scan and was back to back to back finals MVP on team chaser in Chinese contenders. Like the guy's crazy. So if the team is, yeah. if the team stays as it is, they're definitely the second best team in APAC and definitely will be able to compete with Shanghai. But if they internally combust, who knows where they're going to be? Yeah. I, I think the one question with Chengdu is kind of similar to the question with soul, um, is just the solo tank Gaga. Uh, you know, I, I feel like any solo tank situation right now, it, it puts a lot of pressure on that player to perform. And if they're, you know, having a bad meta or something like that, it always throws into question whether or not they'll be able to maintain their success. Yeah, but I, I think... Yeah, you're right there. But Gaga is another one that, that you know, if I had to choose someone, he's one of the best. That's for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, it's the same thing with Soul and, uh, and Smurf. Like Gaga's a great main tank, but we don't know how well he can play off tank. But I mean, this is Chengdu. They may go screw it. We don't care about your off tank. We're just gonna play yep. our main tank. Uh, so I, I think they're they're in a good spot if the team stays together. But I mean, who knows? If this team gets blown apart, I mean, if Leave stays with the team, I think regardless of who's put w- around him, this team definitely wouldn't be last in APAC because leave would carry them kicking and screaming to at least fourth. So mm-hmm. they're not going to be in last if leave stays, but they're not going to be second. I don't think so. It's an interesting team that is just in an, in an interesting place. And I mean, the random power rankings already had them at second. And I, I and I don't think, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Shanghai needs. No, I, I think, like you look at their roster, it's pretty much the same as it was last year, and they dominated last year. And I, I think this year, there's nothing to tell me that it's going to be any different. You know, I, I, I think everyone on their team is, you know, one of the top players in the role, and I think they're just super solid. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that. I mean, they, they are, they've covered literally all their bases. Yeah, they brought they brought in Bebe to cover the double flex support. They have Who Are You sitting on the bench as Genji meta insurance just in case because they don't want to have happen what happened to them in the summer showdown in 2020. They don't mm-hmm. want that to happen again. They literally the Who Are You is there. Bebe is there. They are literally meta proof. Yeah, so this was the part where Discord decided it just wanted to stop working and there was no seamless way to connect the audio in. So here we are. Enjoy. So Shanghai, we're back. Things went weird. Uh, I, I, does anything even more need to be said about Shanghai? I mean, they're just gods. Yeah, gods amongst they're men. Gods. They're amazing. They'll do great. 
if this if, if if this team doesn't perform well, it's like the definition of just just sadness. Yeah. <laughs> they they can't there's no I, way. I think I think they'll drop a few games. I well, if, at least a few maps. <laughs> if Chengdu doesn't fall apart and Seoul plays like they're supposed to, yeah, they'll definitely drop some matches and some maps to teams. Uh, but I, def- yeah. I definitely think Shanghai probably will just beat up on those lower three. I don't think that yeah. there's any shot that they lose series to those three. But Chengdu, Seoul, and maybe Philly will be able to, to take it to them, at least yeah. slightly. So, But they're still just gods amongst men there's yeah. nothing it's just it's it's there's 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 nothing that can be done so i apac region shanghai first chengdu second seoul third philly followed by valiant spark then charge do we like that is that a Easy, good setup perfect. for us so good that's a that's a decent but, but and now to the to the mess the harder stuff the mess <laughs> that is the na the region. region i don't even know what this this man this this region has just a massive middle ground so we will start dead last who who is your sad lonely 13th place in na okay so i'm pretty sure you and i will have different on this really and and i'm pretty sure that i'm going to change my mind and let you put your choice in there because i i think you have the objectively correct choice but i refuse to do it so in last place, I have the Titans. I can, I can, I can respect that. I have London in last place. Yeah, I know. You I do. have, and, ben, and it I makes have, sense. I have the Titans second to last. Titans are in twelfth for me. And I'm gonna guess you so, have London in twelfth. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't justify putting them any higher. I like London. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, and part I, of that's just because I like C9. Like I, I watch League. And I'm a Cloud9 fan. See, my thing is London, like, it's just this team just doesn't, like, like Shaq, Sparker, Backbone, they're great in a vacuum. But then you look at the rest of the, the, the NA region. Yeah, that DPS line doesn't stack up against literally anyone. Like, yeah, X, like, like, Aspire Shockwave is going to beat Sparker Shacks. It's, it, they, they just, they just are. And like, so. I do have one justification that allowed me to put Spitfire above the Titans. Which what it is, is tank line. I don't trust false as a solo tank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And, And so I think, depending on the meta, Spitfire could end up edging out Vancouver Titans just based on that alone. Yeah, I mean, London have some uh, some unknown quantities, right? Backbone is just kind of I don't know much about Backbone, and yeah, then they, I don't know they just recently, like literally yesterday, signed Landon from the collegiate scene on support because Provide had some stuff happen and they let him go. And I don't know anything about Landon. I mean, we don't know anything. I mean, I I don't know how well they'll be able to play i mean the good thing is london is playing in na now so they don't have to worry about the yeah they don't have ping and and i feel like a lot of these players because they've been playing on ping the the european players i i think they have a big opportunity to prove themselves and and so you know they could have a really good start to the season i i think long term they just don't have the the skills that they need to 
have a ton of yeah. success, but but maybe edge out the Titans. Yeah, um, but I mean, I look at the Titans, and yeah, I don't. False is false is a main tank. Doesn't as the only uh, off tank. Sorry, as the only off. Yeah, tank. he's he's an off Poco, tank player. Poco is definitely better than False. Uh, but I mean, it is. I mean, it is better than the tanks that Vancouver's had in the last two years. Yeah. But I mean, well, that and bar isn't, is so low that well, does and that isn't mean anything? False. Isn't False mostly like a diva player too? I mean, you can say the same about Poco, though, can't you? Yeah, I guess that's true. So I, I it's like when I when I put when I compare those two pound for pound, I'm taking Aspire, Shockwave, Psycho over Shaq's Backbone and Sparker. I just am because Aspire yeah. and Shockwave have proven themselves in the league already and they were both i mean and shockwave stood out on the, the 2020 titans which i don't even know how you do that and then aspire just kind of came into toronto last year and just popped off so i yeah. definitely take that support line i mean that dps line and even the support line like aztec is kind of unknown potentially didn't really play a whole lot on yeah. toronto last year but i mean moss is great he brings some shot calling and leadership to the team that is probably going to be great I mean, they don't have the double flex support, but then again, I mean, neither does. I mean, neither, neither does, does London. London. Yeah. So I mean, I take, I take, I take Vancouver's DPS and support line over London's. Yeah. Oh wait, no. What am I saying? Vancouver does because they have Scarippas and Aztecs. No, they have, they have the supports oh, yeah. covered. They have the DPS covered, and it's like, okay, you take Poco and Hottie over False, but that's, that's one out of that's a third. Like I think yeah. Vancouver is the better team. Well, and it's not even a third because it's 5v5, you know? And so yeah, it's I, I one just, player. London just, they, they aren't going to stack up. Not that Vancouver is going to be able to do a whole lot better, but Vancouver is just, I, I will take Vancouver over London. I mean, I think those games will be close like last year, but I think Vancouver just on paper is a better team than London. Yeah. So are, are you are you yielding to that? Yeah, I'm yielding to it. You like are... I said before, I think that's the right choice. Even if I'll be rooting for London and 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 when they edge out the the Titans, I, I'll, uh, I'll you'll, you'll you'll come knocking at my door. My you'll winnings. come knock yeah. it down. Okay, okay, that'll be a fun episode. So so then the next question is after after those two, who who do you have in that eleventh spot? Okay, so this is when it gets really messy for me. For for me, as I was figuring out this region, it was like. Vancouver and London were clear last two for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next six was just a jumbled mess. And it's like every time I looked at these six and, and you know, I, I looked at different teams, I ended up moving them around more and stuff. Like, I've <laughs> this list has changed spots like every single person because it's like every team has some clear things that are really good about them. Mm-hmm. And every team has very clear weaknesses. Um, but that 11th spot for me, it had to be Paris. Oh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on the on the Paris bit. Because I look at Paris and they aren't, they don't really give me much inspiration. I'm excited for Glister, but like that's their only, yeah. their only new piece. So yeah. you're taking, I, you're I taking think... a middle of the pack team from last year. Adding a, a great player in Glister, although he didn't really get to shine much on Shock because he just they just didn't know how to use him. So you just yeah. take a, a a heavy, inconsistent middle of the pack team from last year, and you just put him into this year where everyone else is upgraded, and they just go. They, their team it's just a bunch of 
Like, Khan and Dredro is a decent support line. Don and Vistora, it's a decent take line. And Naga has some good some good things, but, like, they only have Especially Naga. In the and, right meta. They only have yeah. Naga and Glister. So, like, what if double hitscan is meta? What are they going to do? True. Are they going to force Naga yeah. onto, the, the, like, the, the, the Soldier 76? So I, I don't think that I think there's some depth and some flexibility issues, but it mainly yeah. it's just like they were okay last year and they're, and now okay last year is not very good. Well, and I would love for them to do well, you know, to see a European team do well would be super cool. They don't have ping issues. So, you know, it's possible, but yeah, I I'm with you. It's just, they've got, Way too many weaknesses to be anything above this spot. Yeah, I, I mean, they're okay, but I, yeah, I just don't think that they have what else is needed for it. I mean, they, they'll be, they'll compete with the bottom two. I, I, they'll be able to. Well, they'll compete with the bottom two. I think that's probably about as nice as we can say because they just didn't, they didn't upgrade much. Glister's a great addition, but when that's your only addition and you are okay, that's not cutting it this year. Yeah. So then above Paris, I have I have the Florida Mayhem. What say ye? Same here, actually. All right, we agree on which, the Florida Mayhem. See, what which, was funny is I originally had Florida a lot lower, and then they went and signed XE, okay. and then I was like, oh, wait, no, this team's actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a bigger roster than a lot of teams, it seems like. They do and, have and, a huge roster, which could be a concern. But I, I think the big thing is they cover all the grounds. They have they do. the three. They, they Like, I feel like, you know, this season, you kind of need the three DPS. You, you want two hit scan, one flex. You have two tanks, mm-hmm. one flex, one main. And then you have the three support in case of flex support meta. And they've got that. And, and I don't think, you know, like their tank line, I, I don't know a ton about either player. Um, yeah, and same I, thing with their support line. I don't know a ton of about most of them, but I, I I think you know they have the bases covered. Yeah, they have the bases covered, and I mean they bring in Hydron, who has has been. It's like he he was great uh, in contenders, and then they bring in Exy, who we know Exy is great. He is coming off a year break, but if he's able to be like he was on Paris in 2020, then he's he's great. And he's a yeah. solid hit scan. And then Checkmate didn't really get a good chance in 2021 because he was put on Reinhardt. Um, so yeah. I, I think Checkmate still has still needs to like show what he can do. So he might some would probably say he's underrated a little bit just because nobody knows anything about him. Their support line is is what worries me the most just of this team because Sir Majed is coming is kind of a little unknown. I mean he's from what I've seen he's like decent he's good but then you bring in Animo, yeah. who in my mind Animo is like the definition of like good does his job exists yeah but he keeps being on teams that just fall apart right he was on nyxl and soul who just eventually just kind of like would fall apart around him slightly yeah. but i so he's like he's good but i don't know he's not going to be flashy at all Animo is not a very flashy player and then you bring in kariv Kariv is probably, I would say, a little. He's past what he used to be. Like, he used yeah, to be pretty cracked. With but now he's like, okay. But he, I mean, him and Animo bring veteran presence to this team. And if Animo and Kariv can just good be good, 
I think they'll be okay. And their tank line yeah. is interesting because Adam comes from Australian contenders, and he dominate he dominated in Australian contenders, okay. and he did decent enough on Uprising Academy. And the thing with someone is he. His last season in Contenders, he was on Team CC, and he was okay. Uh, but what I've heard, what I've seen, and then heard from people, you know, from people who actually know people in the league who who have talked about it, have said that th- who those people who have worked with someone have said that he he's regarded well. Like he he has good English, he has good leadership. So I think that could be good for this team because I mean that yeah. I mean they just fell apart last year. Florida just died. It was terrible. Straight up, just, watch. just just fell over and died. So they completely yeah. revamped. And then they have Gumba coming in as their head coach. And Gumba is known for good scouting. I mean, we think back to the 2020 Valiant roster. Like, that team was way better than it had any oh, like, yeah. right to be. And so Gumba has, like, has a, a good track record of scouting. So I think Florida has the potential to upset some higher teams. And they have a good yeah. roster, and if they manage it well, and things kind of fall as they need to, I think Florida is in a good is in a good place. I would say, even though they are in tenth, I think it's like it's like a solid tenth, which is like yeah. weird. And like I said, this like this like middle six teams, you know, the Paris could end up being the top of them, and it wouldn't really surprise me. Florida could pass up any of these other teams and it wouldn't really surprise me like i I think even these lower teams outside of vancouver and london are still able to pull their own weight and and i think they'll be able to take maps or even matches off of anyone given the right circumstances given the right circumstances and uh, meta probably yeah, um, but then right above them, who, who what say you? What, who, who is in ninth above above Florida? <laughs> Are you now? This with... is when it gets a little tricky. I put NYXL. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have Boston. Okay. So you let's. I I want to let's let us hear your your NYXL. What, what what why what's with the what NYXL what have you got what is the so i feel like the biggest reason why i put them so low isn't because any individual player is bad or anything i just feel like they don't have the depth that the teams above them have so it's like i think given the right circumstances they'll do great but i think you know they're too reliant on that and because of that, I had to put them lower. I, I think, you know, Yaki's awesome. Kellen has great potential. I I think they have some young guys that have a lot to prove. But I think, you know, I I just felt like I couldn't put them any higher than that. Okay. I I, I mean, I guess that's fair. I mean, for me, with Boston, I... Like, Boston, the thing with Boston is they've... I mean, they've got all their bases covered. But they're they're mad. Their roster's huge. Yeah, they've got nine players. They have three tank. They're the only team that has three tank players. <laughs> they have yeah two main tanks. But granted, I don't really. I personally and lots of other people as well don't really understand the it's all signing. 
because Marvel is is good. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Level. Yeah. Punk Punk did great last year. So did Faith did okay. Valentine didn't really do didn't do like too terribly great last year. But I mean, they bring in Crimzo, who had a great season on Houston last year, and MCD was good on Spark until he got booted for some inappropriate comments. And Victoria was great. He was a standout on Uprising Academy last year. And then they bring Stryker back, which, granted, had an interesting year last year with Shock, retiring and then unretiring. So it's a question of what does he have left in the tank? Can he do what he did yeah. in 2018? And I wouldn't put him in if the hit scan is meta. I don't think you put Stryker in. You put Victoria in. And Stryker yeah. really is just there to play that. Tracer. But I think any team where Striker might be able to play Tracer has a chance to just beat people. <laughs> yeah, I think if Striker does well this year, but I, I just that alone puts them above. The NYXL. fact is, I just think this team isn't as good as teams above them. Like they've got good players, but I think the teams above them have slightly better players. But I mean, this middle slot for me, it's like six, like seven, eight, and nine are like all they're all like the same. They they're all tied for seventh, like Boston and the two teams mm-hmm. above them. I think are the same. So I guess the order isn't like. I guess we we do like do we who 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 do we want to put? Do we want to put Boston there or do we want to put NYXL there? Let's let's hold briefly. So do you have NYXL as the next team up? I do not. Okay, who who do you have next? So next, I have Toronto. Okay, I actually have Toronto there too. Okay, so, so, so in I other think words, we have, have Toronto, Toronto there on then... either side. So I mean, I think yeah. Toronto is Toronto is an interesting team because the thing with Toronto that that I look at when I see it, like the first thing that that I get is like their support line is cracked out of their minds. Yeah. Like I think the rest of the roster doesn't 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 live up to what the support line brings because like twilight is one of the best Anas in the world and churong is like one of if not the best main support coming out of korean contenders so like twilight and churong have the backline covered especially in a game Mm -hmm. in overwatch 2 where we we hear that supports are getting bullied like if you have a tank if you have a support line of of twilight churong i think you're in a good place but then when you look at the rest of the team Right, you've got Hisu Finale and Although as your DPS, and Although isn't playing yeah. until like the end of the kickoff clash, maybe mid-season madness, and then Finale is like okay at DPS, but might be a little bit out of his like maybe a little bit out of his league. And Hisu has moments of good, but I don't know if he can be. He has to be like the star DPS player. And so yeah. we'll see if he can. And then Hotba and Muse are just interesting. We know. Yeah, I, I don't think. Deepay has come then... out and said that Muse last year struggled with flexibility. Like they couldn't play Rhine comps too well. So I worry about Muse. Hotba is like, okay, if you have the right meta and he's feeling good, yeah. Hotba I think can be good. So I think Hotba may be playing more of the tank. So, but like their backline is insane. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think. The support players are enough to to justify putting them above the teams behind them, and, and uh, you know, like you said, the big thing is is they have that, and they have the 
all the positions covered to a a, a decent spot. You know, like you said, the the DPS aren't the strongest. The tanks could have a few blind spots, but I think overall they're they have some potential given the right meta. And so, what if for the rankings we put um, we put so Paris, Florida, New York, Boston, Toronto. Would that work? Say it again. So New York, then Boston, then Toronto. Yeah, I can I could see that because I mean Toronto the rest of Toronto's roster isn't good enough to beat Boston and New York. I don't know what I was I don't know why either of us had Toronto over New York or Boston. Cuz I think I think when when it when I look at New York, I I think Flora and Yaki are just insane. I, even though they're the only two DPS on the team, I think they're just insane. And then Kellen yeah. is like one of the top main tanks coming out of Korean contenders. And then Myungbong and and Gangnam Jin are just, they're 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 good. They're solid tanks. I don't know what the heck this Vulcan signing is. I like the from yeah. earlier today. It, I I really kinda... I don't know where he fits into this team. I don't know if he's going to see any playtime. I mean, he's just on a team of a bunch of Koreans with a Korean. I think it's just to hit that sixth spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. I, like, think I don't can... know that he'll have any playtime. Yeah. I think that's fine because you take him out of the roster, it's a solid roster. Yeah, I, I think it has Vulcan a few is... holes, but I think it's good. Vulcan is just a solid pick for a bench player. Number six, just there. I think it'll be Flora, Yaki, Kellen, Gangnam, Jin, Myungbong. I, I, there is some depth, yeah. depth worry there. They don't have a main support, and they only have one tank. But I think Flora and Yaki are good enough to like be able to beat people. So I think that's what we've got with New York there. But now, but now we get to jump out of that middle tier a little bit with with, with good old number six. Uh, what what do you have? Who do you have there above New York in, in sixth? I have justice. I also have justice. So we we agree we agree on that one. And I like justice's roster looks like good. Like they've got a good roster, but they're also justice yeah. who like sometimes just forget how to win. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like they have all the covers. I mean, all the bases covered, but. Are they the best team in any of those positions? Are are they able to beat these teams that are above them? Well, I think their and... DPS line is good. Like as long as Decay doesn't just bench himself, and as long as Assassin start stops memeing on Sombra, I think yeah. Happy Decay and Assassin is good. And ha- and bringing Happy over, I think, is good because last year the problem they had was when Decay did just bench himself, they put Jerry in, and Jerry just wasn't it. So I think bringing Happy yeah. in, who is just an all-around great hit scan player, when Decay does decide he just doesn't want to play anymore, Happy is good there. And if Assassin just stops messing around, I think he's okay. I and like their main tank, like their tank line, Mag and Kalios. I think Kalios may have some flexibility. He's like good, and Mag. We if Mag can do what he was what we thought he was going to do last year, right? Cause he came in last year, super hyped cause he was great in contenders and then just kind of like didn't do a whole lot, but I mean, it was Washington. So can we fault him for it? The only, the only concern that I have with mag is can he play like 
Doomfist and Ball because his ball last year was like eye bleach. I don't want to see any more of that unless he gets better mm-hmm. at it. And like if he can't play ball, Doomfist may be interesting, but his Winston was good, so maybe his Doomfist will be great. But then like this support line is weird. I mean, Vigilante yeah, is... I'm not a huge fan of it. Vigilante is cracked. He's insane, but he can't yeah. start until week nine in the midseason madness, July 1st. So even yeah. though Vigilante is awesome, they're dealing with Krillin and Opener. And Krillin is probably just a stopgap for Vigilante. Like, he did... He was on Spitfire in season one, and, like, he did well in Contenders. So I think he's okay. I think he'll yeah okay. But then you've got opener, and I don't even I I don't know what's going on here because yeah. there are so many uh, there were so many other uh, other main supports they could have picked up, and like he had to have just wowed people in trials, like he had to have because he was playing in Australian contenders, which is in itself like cont- Australian contenders is already just like an interesting region because it's like its own enclosed space and so mm-hmm. i don't know what how good opener is i mean the support line has always been a problem for justice like they've never had a very good support line and so they're yeah. just kind of waiting around until vigilante can play and just hope that opener is good i mean i don't i don't understand the opener pick i mean Avast had a take on it that I, maybe it's right. He 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 was like, uh, I know why they signed Opener. It's because last year they played with Closer. Now they have to play with <laughs> Opener. It was he goes. There was clear, clear That's thematic the only clear thematic reasoning for this. Christopher Nolan is running the Washington Justice. He's getting all the the themes in there, you ah. know. So I, yeah. I I I don't I but in all I don't know what this support line until Vigilante can play is interesting, but I think the rest of the team is yeah. good. I mean, Decay, if Decay is playing, any they can beat anybody because Decay just goes Super Saiyan and just yeah. beats everybody. But I think they, they're, because they're just, they're the Justice who just, they excel. They excel in dropping the spaghetti when it, yeah. when, when they shouldn't. Like, they look like a great team and then somebody just does something dumb. They just have a memp and it's over. So it's, I like, what do we do? What do we do with them? But I mean, sixth is okay. I, yeah. they have the chance to go up or down depending on how the roster is. So we'll have yeah, to and see. And I think especially once they get um, Vigilante is able to play, I, I think that's when they have some real upward mobility before that. It'll kind of be, it'll be interesting to see if they're able the support to line will be hanging in there. In a game where supports no. are kind of being snacked on, yeah, that'll be an interesting support line. But just above the Justice, I personally have the the Houston Outlaws. Same here, actually. Yeah, we we agree on the Outlaws. Now, see the Outlaws. I mean, they're right there with New York. They've got holes galore outside of the DPS line. Yeah, because they're trusting Piggy to solo off tank, and then they they don't have they don't have a main support. But like the team, even though they have holes, the team is—they've got solid players. I mean, Dante Pelican is insane. Yeah, because Dante Pelican are just consistent. You just you you know they're gonna be good. And Iris and Lastro played very well on Atlanta and Toronto and Toronto last year on their teams. And Piggy was a good 
was a good off tank, even though he, he mainly played Sigma. When he did play Diva, it was great. And his Zarya wasn't half bad either. Yeah. And then Merit comes in uh, from O2 Blast. And Merit is just consistent. He's like he's not like super flashy, but he doesn't he doesn't like drop off. He's just he's good. Yeah. Just a solid good just a solid good hit scan and I think I mean he's I would say he's definitely a downgrade from Happy, but I feel like most hit scans would be downgrade from Happy. Yeah. Because Happy was just definitely. consistently awesome. Happy's but insane. I yeah. think I think Merit is a good addition to this team, but I think if the Outlaws are able to run Dante Pelican, I think they're 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 fine. Like any holes that they yeah. have, Dante and Pelican probably will be able to, to cover it. And it's just I don't know who will play main support for this team. I like it'll I don't know if they maybe they have a main support they just haven't announced or if they're just all in on the double flex support. So I mean it does worry me that they don't have the main tank and the main support, but I think they I think they'll be okay. I think they might be able to figure it out. Uh they can't just plug and play Jake in main support anymore. But yeah, unfortunately. But if I, if but I, yeah, was... I, I think of of all the teams with big holes, I, I trust Houston Outlaws to make it work. I, I think worst case scenario, they force teams that give Dante and Pelican chances to shine and they pop off. And, and I think, you know, I, given the right circumstance, they can move, you know, up from their fifth spot that we're putting them at. But I think, you know, yeah, that, that's what they're dealing with. And, and I, I think it'll be interesting to see if they sign a couple more players, if they sign a main tank and they sign a main support, I think that puts them in an awesome spot to, well, to I mean, the league, the knock league out anyone else. In a week, so if they don't already have one. I mean. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I, it would be a mid-season signing. <laughs> we can be hopeful. We can be hopeful. But, but yeah, I, but I, I don't think you can justify putting them any higher, but no. I, I think they... They deserve a spot in the top five. Yeah, I think that they they have a chance to go higher, uh, but they they just have to show that they can ha- they can make make sense of their lack of flexibility on some roles. And if they can do that, then I think they're good. But then we go above the outlaws into fourth place. So we're now we're we're in the top five now. Who who's your who's your fourth who's your fourth place? Now this is a hard one. And you might disagree with me. I have Atlanta. Okay, I have Shock. Yeah, and and I ha- it's those two are right in those two spots in in my mind. So you, you have you, them, might, you have them the other way around then. Yeah, I have them the other way around. Do you have them Shock and then Rain? Yeah, I have I have Shock have fourth. I have okay. I have Shock fourth, Rain third. Uh, so yeah. I mean, for me, Shock fourth. Just because they just have holes, I because I mean Kaluja is great, but like, can he play off tank? And you're also like, who's who's the leader on this team? Like, it would have been Super, but Super don't Super's not around anymore. So like, Violet's not a shot caller. So I don't know where the mm-hmm. leadership comes through on this team, and I don't know how if Kaluja can be the 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 solo main tank. Can he? do off tank i mean their team is great so he's though. actually uh i believe kalush is actually an off tank player but so the question is can he cover the the main tank mm. and i'm not too sure about that mm, i i oh yeah you're right i'm just dumb 
So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I just don't because it's like, can he play the main tank? And he just he's I don't know how his leadership is because I mean you lose. See, I I think he's he's one of the best pickups in NA for any of the tank yeah, roles. I think he's a year, he's a great pickup. And but he's having to fill the the shoes of Super, which if anyone had to do that, yeah, nobody can do that. The only one who could have done that was Smurf, yeah. and Smurf's not on that team anymore. So like their team is great; they just have some holes. Like I'm, I hope yeah. to goodness they're not trying to make Violet play Lucio again. Please no. So like Finn he practiced. Finn is a great flex support, and Violet is a great flex support. But who's playing? Who's playing main support? And can Kaluge play main tank? But then you go to the DPS line, and you're like, oh my and they have goodness. Proper. And they have proper, which, as Jaws put it, is this the third coming of Christ? Like, honestly, it's <laughs> like, the rest of their roster doesn't really matter. Let's. I'm just kidding. No, the thing <sighs> is, is worst case scenario, they, like, Kaluge, from everything I've seen, he's a really good player. You know, and he might be restricted in hero pool. And same thing with their their supports. But the way I see it is they could do the whole Chengdu thing where they force their comp, make the enemies play their game, and they win because they have proper. And they win. Easy win. Proper wins you game. Easy win. Yeah. Easy win. Yeah. I, I Easy. Mean, they, they've got Kilo and <laughs> Sam. I think Sam's yeah. just a second fiddle to proper because, I mean, why would you ever not? I mean, if, if, if Chalk ever come out and proper's not in the lineup, I'm going to, like, question everyone's sanity uh and then they have yeah. kilo which kilo was on the was on o2 blast with proper and finn and but the thing with kilo is that whereas merit on o2 blast was like consistent kilo reminds me a lot of bird ring in season one where it's like when he peaks he's like insane but yeah. then he'll just like disappear he'll just vanish he'll just do the the, the piece and just like disappear into the ether and you his 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 lows are pretty low, but his and his highs are highs, and it just kind of goes up and down. So I think we'll see how well Kilo if if Kilo is able to hold the peak. But I think even if Kilo ceases to exist, proper will just win. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and so I I think at uh, the thing is I feel like the shock at the at their highest highs potentially the best team in the league yes if if shock the, the thing the reason why i have shock below rain is because shock doesn't have the flexibility in the support and tank lineup whereas atlanta does even though yeah. even though shock does have the third coming of christ like i proper covers the holes but the holes are still there so proper can't he has to cover the holes first whereas atlanta yeah. when you look at atlanta they have their they have their they're 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 covered. I mean, they've got the main tank, the off tank. They have, and even though they don't have double flex support, they have like two of the best supports coming out of NA contenders and OG and Ultraviolet. Like, yeah, and it and That's true. and their their tank line is safe. Gator and Hawk are great. Their support line is great, and their DPS line is is awesome. Like Kai is really good. Venom is. I'm probably just gonna play Tracer, 
So it's like yeah. you're going to have Kayan all the time, and then you're going to have Nero, who his 2021 was interesting, but, I mean, Shock as a whole last year looked kind of lost from time to time. Yeah. And and I think he always they, – they struggled to find Nero's place on well, the team. Well, and I think Nero Nero's just there until Speedily turns 18 because Speedily yeah. is insane. And, yeah, I was going to say once Speedily turns 18, like 100%. I would put them above the shock in this. But he doesn't ranking. turn like 18 until. But he doesn't 17. turn 18 until. Yeah. He doesn't so, turn 18 till August 26. So I feel like Atlanta with Speedily, easy third. I think Atlanta without Speedily, fourth. I put them fourth, and, and I I think part part of that's just you know the the shock bias that everyone has, and me included. Okay, I, I, I will I will conceive that one to you then. I will concede it. I, I, I can take shock third. I think but once speedily comes in. Yeah, once speedily comes jump. in, yeah. I think they, they jump. So then we, we find ourselves in the top two. Now, I don't know you know the random the random was right for APAC for these top ones. So the 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 way that it's set up based off the random is Glads one fuel two, which is what I have. You do you do. have okay. do you have them the other way no. around? Yeah, so I have Glads two, fuel one. Okay. So let's start with let's let's start with Glads. And yeah. so I you well you have them in second. Why 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 do you have them in second? Okay, so I think the Glads tank line is amazing. You have Reiner, you have space, they're amazing. You have Funny Astro. They're one of the only teams that has a good main support. I don't know what happened to all the main support players, but it seems like none of them exist anymore. Um, they have all the bases covered. You have every role you could need. The big question is, are their DPS players going to be able to be consistent? And I don't know. I, I feel like Anz is great, uh, but... You know, is he still as good as he ever at, has been? Patafan hasn't played in the last, what, year? I, I think Patafan, at his highs, he, at one point he was one of the players that everyone was super excited for um, when he was underage. But at this point, it's like, does he still have the skills in the game that he once had? And, and, and I don't know. And, and so that's the thing. I think Gladiators, if all of their players pop off, if all their players play to their highs, yeah, I could see them being first. But I, I feel like there's still just too many question marks on their DPS line as to their consistency that you, you don't see with Dallas. Yeah, I mean, well, when I look at the, the when I look at the Glads, like, I mean, their their support and tank line are great. I don't think there's anything that needs to. Um, no. Yeah, and like. Space is space. He's just the boy, the dude, just constant. Yeah. Space is awesome. Well, and his leadership is yeah. awesome. And then you well. you've got you've yeah. got Reiner, which I mean, as Avril said, he has Ryan in the name, so I mean, like you can't go wrong. Avast Avast called him the truth. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what Avast called Reiner was the truth. But I mean, he's just he's great. Uh, Reiner is a great is is a very great main tank. And then Shoe skewed and Funny Astro. I mean, that's that's just good. That's just awesome. Cracked. Yeah. Now, and the DPS line, like, I can see what you're saying. Ons, if he can do what he did in 2020, which he probably, I mean, that's kind of hard to do. I think Ons could be a hit or mix. I mean, you know what you get with Kevster, though. I mean, Kevster is insane. 
Kevster's great. Yeah, Kevster is their most solid DPS. And that's for sure. What like, I have to with when it comes to Potapon, yeah, he he hasn't played Overwatch in a little bit, but I mean, he was playing Valorant and he kind of pounded. Like he was good. Yeah. He was really good in Valorant, which means that he still has high mechanics if he's able to perform high at a high level in multiple games. And I feel like if you just if you innately have good mechanics and especially going into Overwatch 2, I think he him and Kevster will probably be fine. I I, I think Yeah, and they... I could I I could see it turning out that way. I I, I but but it's like, can you guarantee that? No, and you, I feel you like the fuel you can, that. because yeah, but I with mean, the fuel you you can. I I feel like there isn't a world where the fuel don't dominate. So I mean, against when I, when at I, least ninety percent of the league. Oh well, yeah, I mean they'll dominate probably everybody that's not named Shanghai. Everyone Glads. except the Glads. Yeah. So I when so I mean obviously they have uh, like most of their team from last year, right? So, I mean, Hanban and Fearless are definitely in contention for the best tank line in the league. I don't think anyone has any questions about that. They brought back Fielder, who did great, and then they're bringing in Chio, who was great on O2 Blast as well, and he's definitely an upgrade. Well, he, he's an upgrade over Jexe, so I think he's he's solid there. They don't have a second flex support, though, and we don't know if Chio can yeah. play flex support. For me, the question mark comes when I look at this DPS line because they've got four DPS, and are will they just run Doha Sparkle? Yeah, just Doha Sparkle all because, day, every day. It well, wins. Well, because they have Gurio there, who <laughs> is the hit scan. He's like their exe, but and he's like he's solid. He's not like upper tier, and but he's like he's like a support. He's like a supporting DPS player. Like he's not going to carry you. And so I think he's there. He's a decent hit scan. But then you have Edison, and like I, when when would you ever play Edison? So what you don't realize is the fuel is so big brain. Doha is actually not going to play DPS. He is their Doomfist player. But, well, so you have Edison Doha also, Doomfist. Wait a minute. He's gonna be their main tank. Is that is that is that the 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 monkey As brain the coming main out? Tank, and then and then you have uh, Sparkle Edison as your DPS. Well, n why would you but see <laughs> the thing with Edison though is I don't know where he fits on this team, right? He cuz he's a yeah, hit scan he player really fit in. and he hasn't really shown like top tier play in a while. So and like he he's a good tracer, but I mean Sparkle last year just kind of casually picked up the tracer and was like actually doing good. So like I don't know when yeah. you would play Edison and like Gurio will come in if Hitscan is meta and I feel like you just run Sparkle Gurio, but I I just I worry that Dallas is just gonna go Doha Sparkle and try and force a round peg into a square hole, or square peg into a round hole. I don't remember which way it is, and I don't know like they're great, but I mean the rest of the league is leveled up as well. I mean if Doha and Sparkle are playing you know against against Potapon and Kevster, I mean. Kevster is going to be able to keep up mostly with Sparkle, and then Potapon plays Hitscan. Doha doesn't. Uh, I guess that's true. So it's like yeah, I'll let I'll I'll let you put the Glads above the fuel. You're yielding. You're yielding. I'll, I'll, glads I'll, I'll, number I'll, one. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll, I'll pass it. it. I will allow it because so, I I think the Glads at their highs will be higher than anyone else in the league. Uh, that's not and, and I. 
I mean, okay, anyone in this half of the league. <laughs> in this hemisphere. That's yeah, funny. I mean, regional talk is, uh, that's a whole other <laughs> can of worms. Like, Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I think Glads and Fuel will be battling out for one and two, and I think Shock, if their holes aren't a problem, then they'll be able to compete up there as well. But, I mean, the same could be said for yeah. Houston. So I think those Houston top, or the rain, those top five, teams, I mean, rain, it's less about holes. Those but. top five teams, I think will battle it out, but glads and few will be the main two and shock will put their head in every once in a while. But yeah. I, I think that overall I, glads take it and, and because they're just more well-rounded, they have what they need, yeah. but I think few will be right on their tails. So then for our for our NA rankings, we have Glads 1, Dallas Fuel, San Francisco 3, Atlanta Rain 4, followed by Houston and Justice in 5 and 6, then New York, Boston, Toronto, Floridia Mayhem, Paris Eternal, Vancouver, and then London pulling up the caboose. Poor sad London. Poor London. Yeah, and side note with that, if those top five teams, the... LA, Dallas, San Francisco, Atlanta, and Houston. If those guys don't make it to the to every tournament they have, like that's a disappointment. Yeah, I I would <laughs> say for those top five teams, that is they and maybe also Washington. We but would, I'm less confident. Yeah, with we them. would expect those top five to make it to all the tournaments, and if one of them doesn't, it's a disappointment. And I if if one of them if if some of them don't, it, I feel like. Houston would be the first one to not do it because they would just ha- be, get exposed. Their holes would get shown. Like it would be a yeah. main tank meta or they would need to play main support and they just don't have it because Dante and Pelican are great, but they're not proper. Whereas proper could probably cover the shock for the most part. I don't think Dante and Pelican can cover like proper can. No, I don't think so. So I think shock have a little more wiggle room in their holes because of their DPS line. Whereas the outlaws are okay as long as the meta doesn't completely go out of favor for them. But as soon as it shifts to a, you know, if it goes to a Ryan Lucio meta, what the heck are the outlaws going to do? You're putting Piggy Pray. on Reinhardt? Pray. You're putting Piggy on <laughs> Reinhardt? So I, I think the outlaws are, they are probably the gatekeepers of that top five. And that if they yeah. get a, if the meta doesn't go their way, then the bottom, Washington and New York will be able to fight them. And Boston, Toronto, even Florida, I think that 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 slot underneath them, that six through ten, is right behind them. I, I yeah, like that six through ten is very competitive, and I think any one of those five teams could beat each other and could make shots at the Outlaws. Yeah, and I I'm really excited for the West because of that. I I think, you know, that middle bunch of teams anyone could make playoffs if they do it right and and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch um yeah interesting to see how the meta works around the teams and how the teams work around the meta we yeah we'll have to see kind of how things break out but i mean are we we happy with these two region rankings i i don't see any problems with any of these going into overwatch 2 i mean we can i i hope that there are some upsets i would love to see you know like florida come in and just beat on somebody oh yeah but at least going in week one london spitfire are gonna win a win, win a match it's gonna happen <laughs> well we'll, we'll have it to might see. be internal scrims <laughs> wait but... a minute internal scrims against who <laughs> they don't have themselves they don't have, they don't have 10 players no team has 10 players it's, to my it's knowledge. the staff 
it's the it's staff. them against the coaching staff. Oh no no. <laughs> Their one win of the year is against their staff. I mean, if if London's oh, yeah. goal is to have more wins than last year, they're already they're already losing. Like uh Yeah. So I I I'm happy with these rankings. We'll have to see going in yeah, to into week 1 how things are. Uh we will be doing a predictions video of of the week 1 NA matches because we obviously have the news that APAC isn't starting till what week 3. Something like week that. Week 3 or yeah. week 4 the kickoff. So we we will be doing predictions for week 1 NA matches uh on on Wednesday releasing Wednesday of next week in preparation for the Thursday matches. Uh and then we'll actually do head heads of some of these teams playing against each other. It should be interesting. Uh but this weekend all we're focusing on is playing the Overwatch two beta and getting more information on that. So Yeah, why are you doing listening to us? Go play the beta. Go play unless the beta. you don't have it. In which case Ha <laughs> ha. In which case make sure you watch the Overwatch League next week so that you yeah. can get the beta because they announced that that is I think so. At least you'll have you have to wait a week and watch everyone else just play in the sandbox. You know that Squidward meme poking your head out the window. You know you you get your chance. So we we will be back next week with predictions with more brain dead monkey takes potentially. But I mean these these power rankings aren't too crazy. I'd say they're no they're okay. pretty pretty so pretty calm. We pretty we tame. will we will leave those leave those there. Uh, and so I think any 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 final closing remarks before we uh, before we end it all. Welcome to the Owl Nest. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>